views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everyone. I'm Lynn Brown, and you are listening to Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life on Transformation Talk Radio. Today, I will be guest hosting for Dr. Pat, who will be back in January of 2017. I'm sure she'll be bringing us some great shows, as she always does. But hey, I'm really jazzed about today's show title, Intuitive Healers That Have Infiltrated the Corporate Matrix. Most of us have probably seen the movie The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, and so we know the story of how Neo is made aware that the reality as he understands it, is actually a complex computer simulation called the Matrix. This Matrix hides the truth from humanity, allowing them to live a convincingly real life, while the machines grow and harvest people to use as an ongoing energy source. Now, if you didn't know that I was just talking about a famous movie plot, you would likely be on the same page as me when I say this feels a lot to me like our current corporate industries. People like you and I working hard from nine to five to create sustainable lives for ourselves and perhaps leave some sort of legacy for the generations that follow us, which will make life easier on them. We seem as a society to keep just busy enough and hopeful enough to continue playing in this corporate matrix. And I personally see this corporate matrix as a system or a machine that operates on a certain level of consciousness right now. And then back to the movie, Neo, the star of the movie, decides to infiltrate the Matrix and change it from the inside out, not from the outside, and not by just trying to tear down the system, but literally change the current system from the inside out. My three special guests today, along with myself, are basically living out this role of Neo on our planet in the corporate matrix of our current world. Four incredible intuitive healers in four different corporate roles. My hope for today's show is that every listener will be encouraged and hopeful for the future of our business world. I know personally that it is very, very encouraging to hear about the rare light worker or healer who has decided that part of their life path was to go into the tough, competitive, business-minded industries instead of the common paths that most of us would assume of an intuitive healer, such as a Reiki healer, a massage therapist, or aura reader. It is very rare and so, so needed. It gives me hope every day to know that children Uh, Sorry, to know that hidden within these unlikely 
corners of our corporate matrix are light workers working their magic, mostly unbeknownst to their coworkers, bringing light, love, and a higher consciousness. Different and higher consciousness ways of doing business in these offices and industries daily. And I personally want to thank the three of you that are here with me today and any and all of the other light workers that are out there doing quiet yet powerful work under the corporate radar. I see you and I want you to know that we are indeed shifting these industries and encourage you to keep up the amazing work. Now let's introduce today's guests. And first, I want to give you a little bit of background on these guests because uh, they are very uh, humble people and I know they wouldn't uh, say the things about themselves that I'm about to say. But uh, I especially requested these guests because uh, they are in corporate roles, like I said, uh, yet they have uh, real intuitive, polished skills behind them. You know, they're not just somebody who... uh, uh, uses their instincts or um, has just come into this intuitive realm. They have all been schooled. They all have very unique and powerful uh, energy tools that they apply to their daily lives. Uh, If I were to compare them to professional athletes or if I were to compare them in the athletic world, these people would be at the professional level. You know, they're not in high school. They're not college athletes. They're professional athletes. They have simply chosen to not follow the traditional path. They have chosen to use their skills in the corporate setting. So uh, I wanted everybody to know who we're truly talking to today because I know they wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, toot their own horn like that. But all of them at any moment, and some, some of them do have their own Uh, healing side practices and uh, readings and uh, healings and workshops and stuff like that. So truly blessed to have these guys on the air today. And so uh, the first person I wanted to introduce is Danielle Peterson. She is an executive assistant to the CEO at Talking Rain Beverage Company here locally uh, in the Bellevue area. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you for having me, Lynn. Yeah, it's it's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for volunteering. Uh, second, we have Pete Afovin. He's an IT director for Abbott Construction. Uh, it is a general contractor based in Seattle, Washington, with offices in Tacoma, Portland, and Los Angeles. And he is also a husband, a father of two, a writer, and an energy worker. Thank you for coming, Pete. Thanks, Lynn. Mm-hmm. It's great to be here. And third, we have Raquel Jensen, who is a... Uh, manager or manages uh, construction sites in the construction industry, and she is also a healing coach. So uh, welcome, Raquel. Thanks. Excited to be here. Yeah. So this is what a great topic. You know, uh, I myself am a financial planner and an intuitive healer, and many of the listeners know that about me so far. Um, But, you know, I was six years into the financial planning industry before I really said, hey, uh, there's a lot of intuition stuff going on. There's a lot of hunches. I'm hearing, you know, I'm hearing um, a lot of telepathic communication. I'm, I'm uh, having some conversations with uh, people from the other side. I need to harness this, whatever's happening here. What I need to harness this gift and some, get some schooling, some real mentoring and coaching on it. 
Um, and so that's what directed me again about five years ago to really step in and polish those skills. Like like somebody who has a natural athletic gift, that but then goes and actually gets coaching and gets skills and gets mentored um, to to polish those and then you know delivers it delivers those talents in their own ways. Uh, and I would love to hear from you guys uh, where you were in your career. And what what prompted you to to say, hey, I need I need to go get some, uh, I need to go polish these skills and, and harness these these skills in, in this uh, unique situation, being in the corporate industry. So, Pete, let's let's go ahead and start with you. Thanks, Lynn. Um, yeah, so I've been at uh, Abbott Construction for uh, going on eleven years as their IT director and uh, working with uh, several employees, and it was about five or six years in of just kind of office work that. I realized, um, you know, I had an intuitive knack that I I wasn't kind of the standard uh, office uh, grunt, if you will. And uh, through through training in intuitive arts and working with energy, um, learning about havingness and permission and neutrality and seniority and things like that, I, I found myself able to ground uh, better at the office, ground others, see where people's energy was uh, – floating in and out of each other, and I could help to hold a container for them and myself and just make the environment you know, more productive and happier to be in. And as the process happened, I, I just naturally became a better leader while I was there because people started to trust my instincts more and trust mm-hmm. in what I was doing without necessarily knowing that I was doing that behind the scenes. Sure. So that's, that's – uh, and then, of course, seeing how that worked, I just continued to hone those skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just – I kept investigating more and more. Right, you kept developing those skills a little bit more, absolutely, and it kept on impacting you at the at the office space. Oh, definitely, yeah, and, and people were more attracted to me and trying to figure out what's this guy got going on. He's the computer guy. All of a sudden, I'm in big directors' meetings and asked for uh, consult and advice in areas where you maybe wouldn't necessarily see a computer or IT person involved in day to day business. Sure, that's that's a great example. Thank you for sharing that. You bet, uh, Raquel. What about you? What what sparked your uh, the big move, you know, the yeah. big move to go get some um, some schooling or some really hone in on these skills. Well, um, it really started on more of a personal note um, and escalated from there rather <laughs> um, drastically. But uh, really just doing my own personal healing. And as the deeper I kind of dove into my own healing and my own experiences, the more it stirred the pot at work. <laughs> so um, I really became a lot more self-aware of what I was doing as far as playing more of the victim role at work. And um, it kind of stirred the pot up a lot. And I was at a company for about five years. And while I gained a lot of, the more that I did this work and these tools and the more open I was with it at work, um, I noticed a big shift in the people I work with. So I work with mostly all men in the construction industry from high management company owners down to the craft guys. And the more I did my own healing and also was very open to it, the more I noticed a shift in how I was treated um, on the level of um, my day-to-day interactions. And um, and the more they kind of opened their eyes to seeing what I do and kind of building that that relationship and having compassion for one another and that trust um, with all these people, 
Um, but on the higher aspect of it, the, the corporate ladder, I wasn't climbing so much. Um, but pretty much long story short, it, it really shifted my own perspe- perspective. And I felt more empowered to really be confident to ask for what I think, what I deserve and to really be able to do what I'm good at and to have, you know, have someone trust me and my abilities and to let me really go with what I'm good at. And um, so I did recently leave that job, but I'm also have, um, I'm working with another contractor who is already promising more of what I've been looking for. So That's great. I'm making a huge transition into getting more of the role that I want and a lot more risk flex and yeah. flexibility. And um, so it's been a huge transition over the last few years doing my own self-work and bringing great. it in. But yeah. Great. I know, um, you know, you're in the construction industry, so you have two big uh, balls to carry there. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're a female in this male-driven thing, and then you're also uh, bringing this energy work uh, back to this company, so you're you're really doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're really doing some great things. Thank you. Um, and Danielle, just what kind of sparked you in the industry that you're in to start harnessing your intuitive skills? So, I, thinking about it, you know, it started with me on a personal note as well. Whereas I was just doing like lots of prayer meditation, like on my own, and I started to access this power. And uh, I just wanted to see what else was there, you know, like what else was there to access? It was something that like I was completely like waking up to. Um, And this was about five years ago. And so I got connected with my meditation teacher, Wendy Wolf, and she had led me down the healing path. And that's kind of where I began to see what was available to me. It's not just about like meditating. That's a part of it, but it's about healing and like personal growth and like overcoming all these things um, internally. And I've been in the corporate world for about a decade. I was a paralegal um, for like five years. And then I transitioned into an executive assistant. And just looking at my my work experience before and after I've like accessed these tools and used them, it's just night and day. It's like, if I knew this was available to me 10 years ago, I would have done it before I even went to college. Like, it's just been amazing just to be able to change and shape my career to be what I want and something that's fulfilling for not only myself, but like the company I'm working for and the people I'm working with. Um, So it's really been an an incredible experience. Great. And I think you guys, all three of you have really shed the light on, um, you know, the combining of these two worlds. I think a lot of people out there feel, okay, do I need to, I either need to choose the spiritual path or um, my career or the corporate world. And this is really shedding light on and bringing to the surface that, no, we can be that light and we can be and have those tools and harness uh, harness those tools and those healing abilities wherever we, we are, whatever we're doing. And, and I personally believe um, that that we're needed, mm-hmm. you know, even more in those places where the typical healer isn't found. Yeah. You know, one of my experiences is, you know, I returned I never left the financial industry, but I, you know, I got the, the energetic tools and, uh, you know, do, started doing the aura readings and healings and started teaching workshops and teaching the tools. And, and what I noticed was in my daily financial planning world, things started to shift like you guys started to talk about. Um, my path began to 
present itself as really uh, bringing a shift to the financial industry and starting to perhaps bring a new way of doing financial planning at a higher level of consciousness, you know, where it's not just the numbers, uh, but it's integrating the energy work and the intentions and the healing work around energy and our past stories about abundance and money and, and really melding those two together. Uh, and so that's the path that, that I uh, have kind of melded back into. Uh, I'm interested to see, you, you guys have all kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, what with the tools, when you return to work, what are some of the things you're actually finding yourself doing? Because I think if a person just walked through each of our offices, uh, you know, they would see us sitting in front of a computer or talking to somebody. You know, they wouldn't really realize what's going on uh, behind the scenes or within us. And and I just want to share a couple personal stories. You know, physically and literally, I set the energy in my very unique office uh, to have a very good high vibration vibe, only peace and prosperity, uh, always good, clear communication. Uh, of course, I have some uh, good smelly things in there too. Uh, but uh, I always keep the energy of my physical office uh, really high vibration. And I always, as I walk through the office, because we have a whole floor in Bellevue, a financial planning firm I, I'm with, uh, I, as I walk through the office, I'm uh, intentionally uh, clearing the energy and just kind of raising the vibration so that anybody else that is in that environment uh, can experience what that feels like. As I, I also will kind of just say, uh, I love you or I'm, he- you know, I'm healing these things as I walk through by people. Of course, nobody's going to pick up on that, right? That's just what we do. And I always <clears throat> set the intention before between any phone conversation or between before any meeting I have with any of my financial planning clients that uh, that all of the words and all of the actions be grounded for the highest good of all, you know, and I leave it at that. Again, who would ever imagine that that's actually happening uh, before they come in and sit down with me or as they walk through the planning office, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for you guys in your very unique worlds, what are some of the things that you guys are doing either to the physical environment to really uh, help lift the energy or the loving energy of the physical environment, making it easier for people to work in, uh, or uh, be, you know, perhaps before some of your meetings. Pete, go ahead and start. Well, that's I, I would love to work in your office after you've done all that. That sounds that sounds awesome. Um, uh, you know, office spaces can be pretty chaotic. You know, and these tools aren't something that we're a hundred percent on. You know, all the time. I'm definitely not. You know, like. I, thank you for calling me a professional earlier. You know, I really appreciate that. Um, uh, I'm not sure if, like, yeah. So um, what I find myself doing is uh, grounding, um, checking in on myself. Mm-hmm. More than in the past, I just roll through the day and let the stress build up and build up inside me um, until I get home and kind of feel like I need to implode or explode or something needs to happen or need to go work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm checking in on myself regularly, like every 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I just look and see where what's my energy like, what what's happening right now, mm-hmm. and really just like at the moment be present. And so I'll take walks out, out of the office mm-hmm. um, and then come back in. But inside the office, uh, I'm starting to kind of uh, navigate with certain people who uh, wouldn't necessarily be, you would think, not open 
to energy work. Sure. And I start saying things like, you know, you know, I sense that you're not very grounded or you maybe don't feel safe right now. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Do you want to go for a walk? Or um, and, and then I explain to them, like, energetically, I feel like you're taking on other people's stuff right now. That's not your own. So I'm not necessarily using the language that we've learned with energy just because that may trigger someone or throw them away. Sure. Um, so I try to keep it safe. But what I'm doing is, is trying to is bring them into a container of safety and their own energy and their own seniority sure. and neutrality. And so I'll take walks with them and I'll talk to them one-on-one about their own grounding and like what is it that's going on or why, why are you corded with – that person because sure. I sense that and mm-hmm. I get them to talk about why mm-hmm. they're corded and they ask like, well, what's a cord? And I say, don't you feel like everything in your mind right now is triggered towards that person that has really nothing to do with what your intentions are? And they're like, yeah, it's right. true. And so then we talk about trying to, uh, you know, cut that cord or find out what they need to do energetically to cut it. Um, and then also, like you said, about kind of gold or bringing in gold or grounding a room before a big meeting, I make sure and get there early and set the space and open up the greatest good that can happen. And also for my own. I mean, a lot of it is for everyone there. And I mm-hmm. um, wish I could be altruistic about everybody. But it, it's also my intentions there that my words and my healing and my ability to be successful in this meeting and that I won't get triggered or I won't get courted, and that yeah. I can be my best and be myself in this space of this corporate environment, right. which can get in entangled with webs right. of confusion and yeah. nastiness sometimes often so great yeah. you you bring up some great points because i think uh, a lot of us can uh, understand what you're saying, you know, as we walk through the day, by the end of the day, we're just pr- probably like crawling out of, out of the elevator into our cars, right? <laughs> to yeah. Just to get home um, to a safe space. Uh, but a lot of this stuff energetically, you, you we are aware as healers and, and intuitive healers, we are aware that uh, oftentimes throughout the day we're getting uh, pummeled with, with thoughts and energies and intentions or negative uh, outlooks or uh, doubts or fears, you know, a lot of fear on the planet in in, in the daily business world, uh, in the daily world, right? And, and oftentimes uh, we as normal people will walk through the day feeling like that's our stuff, you know, like that's our... Uh, those are our issues or why am I feeling so bad? And really as intuitive healers, at least we get the bonus of knowing that, Hey, it's, it's probably not our stuff in, in individually. It's not their stuff. You know, you talk about uh, helping somebody to realize that. I mean, that is heal. That is super duper healing for everybody uh, around you. And imagine, just imagine a whole corporate uh, setting where everybody is uh, this aware, you know, and, and, and we're not trying to um, constantly combat those uh, energies that are constantly just like nailing us, right? Like big, like big pieces of hail. <laughs> then we could just create this environment where we could really focus on our intentions, our creations, our communication, right? Totally. Um, so you brought up some really great points there. Thank you. And mm-hmm. and uh, you are a professional. I mean, what you're doing it is truly amazing. It's truly healing. And 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 I love the fact that you said, you know, I, I bring in these words of this lingo that is comfortable for people uh, because it is. I think if people were just aware that everybody could do this by simply having the intention and awareness of this, we could really 
change a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of environments, right? Uh, Raquel, let's go uh, to you and yeah. see how what you do, and then and we probably need to go to break after that. Okay. Yeah, um, a lot of what I do is for myself, uh, to be honest. <laughs> um, mostly really grounding myself and clearing out my energy, um, working with, um, as a younger female, around a bunch of gentlemen, um, really setting boundaries with, you know, the difference between being friendly and flirting, um, being your boss yet your friend. Um, so for me, I I really set boundaries um, and hold my space. So um, having that respect factor on all parts, really respecting myself and respecting how I'm treated and respecting other people for who they are and not seeing them as their status um, in whatever work that they're doing. Um, Also, uh, when I may get triggered, um, so, you know, we can't all enjoy everyone who we work with. Um, but really like when I, when I feel myself getting frustrated or irritated at somebody I work with because I don't see eye to eye or I think things should be done differently, um, instead of kind of attacking them as a person, like, oh, this person just sucks at life or they suck at their job. I really, I try to bring it back to myself and just say, okay, I, I do things differently and trying to connect with that person on more of a compassionate level of, I don't know, you know, we all have our different specialties and who's to say that my way is better than the way they do things. And um, so really trying to have that self-awareness of not judging or throwing anger or frustration towards a single person, but really trying to take care of myself and keeping myself grounded and put together. Um, um, So I I do a lot for myself really in day-to-day, but then also... In construction, sometimes tempers can run high and a lot of emotions can get thrown around. Um, so when we, when I am in those situations in different meetings, whatever, I will actually work on the room and the people and try to ground everybody and try to bring it back to that point of neutrality where it's, okay, we're not attacking each other. Let's get back to the point, kind of that third party, that observer of, you know, we're not here to attack each other. We're here to solve a problem, and that's not going to be solved by finger pointing. So really grounding it out and running a lot of clarity into the space and kind of jumping in as the third party and just bringing it back to the point we're getting at as I'm trying to ground them out and kind of running the energy with different people in the room so that we can kind of flush the room out, so mm-hmm. to speak, of yeah. all of that anxiety or anger or frustration and bring it back to more of a conducive working environment for everyone to work together. Yeah, that's great. What a blessing to be in the in the construction industry. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. Wow. Interesting. I, I can't wait to see how that develops <laughs> as you continue in your career. Yeah. All right, we're going to head to break now. And uh, but when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about what is this grounding that everybody talks about? And uh, uh, maybe I'll give you guys all a little sneak peek at that tool. And we'll hear from Danielle and see what she's doing in her specific industry to help uh, shift the consciousness from within.
Cy Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Well, pick me up with
Welcome back. This is Lynn Brown, and you're listening to Get Into It, Winning at the Gate of Life on Transformation Talk Radio. Again, I am guest hosting for the lovely Dr. Pat, who will be back in January uh, to bring us some more amazing topics. Uh, So we're back here with three amazing guests, intuitive healers who are also uh, working their magic in the corporate world, uh, Raquel, Danielle, and Pete. And where we left off was uh, grounding, and I, and I just wanted to start the conversation back off with what grounding is for the listeners, because that's all something that we, I, we keep repeating. And I would say as a, as a healer, uh, that that truly is one of the most important things that we can learn to do uh, for ourselves as everybody on the planet and to assist others with. And what grounding is, is really, if you think of a tree and how the tree grounds itself deep down into the planet, uh, it gives them, it gives the rooting system, gives the tree a sense of stability and ease and and it can sway in the wind but doesn't get knocked over and through the rooting system and the grounding system of a tree it also effortlessly receives from mother earth all the nutrients that it needs to really flourish and to create and to develop and to shine uh, in the planet and do its role each role uh, each unique tree has its own unique role and so that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about grounding and and I just love how each of you uh, really keep repeating that because uh, oftentimes uh, I feel like we go throughout the day, again, just kind of being battered around by these circumstances and external influences. And what grounding really does is uh, makes those external influences be like uh, little dust particles. You know, it's there, but it's not really impacting us. And it really gives us a sense of stability certainty confidence and uh, helps to clear your mind and and also is kind of just a release button you know for all of those uh, stresses that we start to accumulate throughout the day throughout the week you know and and uh, I love Pete how you say hey you just do this uh, every 10 minutes or so if all of us did just that wow the the whole industry all of the industries and the way that we communicate with each other and deal with each other on a day-to-day basis uh, not only in the business world but in every aspect of our life would would be a lot clearer and smoother um, I feel that so that's what grounding is and Danielle uh, I would love to hear from you a executive assistant at sparkling ice um, what do you do what unique things do you do uh, in your physical office setting um, to really uh, uplift the consciousness or clear the air so to speak Let's see here. I was like wheeling through all the things I do. And I think that the most beneficial kind of to Pete's point about like setting the space, uh, I do that a lot. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm in charge of coordinating our leadership team retreats. And so our leadership team is all the C-suite execs and then the VPs. And so there's about 18 and we uh, have a weekly meeting and then we do two retreats, two or three retreats a year. And so that's where all the high-level decisions are made. So I should note that their parent, our parent company is Talking Rain Beverage Company, but um, the sparkling ice is our bread and butter, so mm-hmm. that's what, what we're known for. So, so we go on these retreats, and that's where all the real high-level uh, decisions are made and lots of, I don't want to say heated debates, but lots of debates. 
And so, um, like Pete, I, I always um, set the space. I get to the um, location early. Uh, we, we usually do one in Palm Springs. So I, I always come a day early and I go to the meeting room and um, I, you know, ask angels to come in and I, I mock up collaboration and in unity energy because we're really we're there to come together, you know, to come to a decision and to have those healthy debates. So I mock that up and I and I do think that that's more than beneficial. And um, and then to your point about grounding, that is like the bedrock of my tools today. I mean, I do that without even thinking anymore. It's like ground, ground, ground. And mm-hmm. then when I'm in a meeting and things start getting interesting i'm always just automatic ground you know and um it's an amazing tool and i i mentor a lot of women and that's the first tool i teach them is grounding so important Mm -hmm. definitely thank you um and uh, on that note you know some of the listeners might be thinking well hey uh yes i'm kind of interested in what are these tools they're talking about or what do i you know further expand my awareness of these things and 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 all of us do uh, teach a little bit of these tools uh, in one fashion or another. And I just want to let everybody know how uh, they can get access to me or any of the listeners today by contacting me directly if you would like to. And my uh, specific website is lynnmbrown.com. And I have a couple events coming up where I'm actually teaching some of these tools. And uh, one of the events is in January 21st local workshop here at my whole health studio and uh, you can just register online or directly through my whole health and that's um, the colorful world of energy we're going to start to talk about the basics around your chakras and how they represent different aspects of your life and how you can really start to uh, be senior to those aspects of your life also the basic energy tools that we're talking about today um, in Mount Vernon on January 27th and uh, unique to me and my profession is if you want to see firsthand how the energy tools are brought to the financial planning world, you can join me January 24th for a free seminar for any of the listeners who are talking to, uh, listening today and you want more information on that, you can be my special guest. The seminar is uniquely designed for my very specific full-spectrum financial planning clients who um, – want both the physical aspects of financial planning and the energetic aspects of financial planning. And, and that's called full, full spectrum finance. And so this seminar is uniquely uh, uh, created for those clients already. But if you would like to be my special guest and just kind of see uh, how I'm blending these two worlds, if you contact me directly, I can get you on the list. I can give you the more details on that. So that's January 24th in Bellevue, Washington from 630 to 8. Uh, you just go ahead and call me or connect with me through my website or email me at lynn at the letter R, the letter U, intuit.com. So again, if you want to reach out to any of the individual guests today, you can contact them through me as well. And uh, I want to lead into the next question, which is, what do you think is the importance of bringing consciousness to the corporate world? And before uh, we start, actually, I'm going to start with you, Danielle, on this one. And for me, what I've noticed is, um, you know, I, I can notice things with other financial advisors in my office uh, if they're having a tough time in their um, life, even though they're not telling me because I'm intuitive and I really feel that energy, I can pick up on that stuff. Or if there's an industry change going on, I can sit down with my manager or even... Um, 
uh, somebody uh, just higher than him in the financial industry and say, hey, you know, I feel this shift coming in a way and I can communicate it in a way that is really palatable for them, like like many of you guys have mentioned. And to bring that awareness in that open communication, I think, is really powerful. Um, the conversations, if, if we're all more conscious in our conversations, I think we're we're trying to have more conversations based on love and unity and an outcome that is best for everybody. I think as a financial planner, you know, clients come, clients go. And I think, uh, you know, as they come and go, I really always try to hold what is the best interest for them in their life path, you know, and just try to react to everything with, with love. And I think that's a, I think that's a muscle that you develop, but as you begin to be the example, and this is what I try to do, uh, in the financial industry, I try to be that example. I don't tell people what to do or tell other advisors what to do or how to be, but I try to be that example of a higher consciousness of a different way of being or a different way of walking through life, trying to just choose love at each conversation, at each corner. Uh, And I stumble, right? We're all human. Uh, But I think the more that I do that, I actually see others starting to shift with me and start to uh, be a little bit more aware and a little bit more conscious. And um, I personally have seen in what I've been called to create, you know, this full spectrum finance, I've I've seen that bringing consciousness to to financial planning is literally shifting the way I believe we will be doing financial planning, you know, not just from a physical aspect, but really integrating uh, all of our natural intuitive abilities and harnessing and really addressing the fears around money that we have, you know, the, the fears around um, failure that we have, the fears around what were our family stories about abundance and, and prosperity. I think, I think financial planning without those aspects is only halfway done. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and so for my, for me personally, that's the importance of bringing consciousness to financial planning. For each of you, what would you say is the importance of bringing consciousness to your industry or just corporate world uh, in general? Danielle? So um, importance of consciousness, I think at least for my position, it's really about relationships with people. And I think that a lot of us can say that if we work in an office, it really starts like with our relationships. And so having that consciousness and bringing that into that world, I think is so important uh, because it puts me in alignment with source and I can leave my fears at the door and really come from a place of like neutrality and like what is best for the company and everyone in it, including myself and not really coming from a selfish place where what's best for me. And I just know on my own path that the more in alignment with source I am and the more conscious I am, the more I just automatically think of others and, and, and what's best for us as a whole, that, that unity that, that you were talking about. Um, as far as influencing others, I think when I come from that place, I can only transmit what I have, right? I cannot transmit what I don't have. Sure. So when I come from that place where I'm thinking about unity and collaboration and what's best for all of us, I think that that transmits and, and influences others. Whereas when I come from a selfish place where I'm just concerned about me, I think that also transmits, you know, and, and influences others. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree. 
Um, Pete, your thoughts? Um, yeah. So I like what you had to say, Danielle. It's, it's, it's so true about um, respect mm. for each other. I mean, the corporate world, it's, it's interesting. Pe- people really need, if they want to develop themselves or be leaders or have relationships at work, it, it really comes down to respecting each other. And, and that's kind of coming off what you said about um, just being compassionate, you know, if you can connect. Uh, I find like the, the corporate world is there's this, uh, I don't know, paradigm or modality of you check your personal life at the door and you come in and you're just kind of like a robot and you're not supposed to have any emotions or feelings. You're not supposed to really have any personality, passions or anything. And I think that's changing. Um, I think that people are be- developing, leaders are developing into uh, where they're seeing that we're all, we are humans and humans have feelings and uh, we're not factory like workers where we just sit there and then the clock in clock out that we have unique passions that we bring to the table and the more that we uh, consciously uh, talk about those and bring those emotions and those feelings and um, those attributes that we have and the capacities we have and differences of being ourselves I, I believe that we're we're going to evolve into better uh, communities in our corporate environments. Right. And that's a struggle. I think right now that's, that's where – that's what I'm trying to do is, is I'm, I'm not trying to check myself at the door. You know, I'm having conversations about like reliability, accountability, and that kind of level. And then I'm having conversations with people about you know, awakening and passions and what is their intentions and what's their truth and what is it they're trying to communicate. And um, – you know, when we talk about energy and we talk about this work, a lot of people get uh, triggered or thrown off because they think it's a uh, spirituality or religious, sure. you know, and yes. you can t- totally take it to that degree if you want. You know, you can go that far. But I think that what we're seeing is a new innovation of how we are humans on the planet yeah. and that this is a way of, that we've always been and maybe not aware of it. And the more we become aware of the way that we can communicate and use these energies, the more we can um, – it's it's not a religion. It's not check your religion at the door, Pete, or, right. hey, whoa, that's too woo-woo for me. And I'm like, that's okay. It, it's okay to feel that way. But the truth is it's just we're humans and we have these capacities, every single person. Yeah. And, and w- the more we check those at the door, it's just the less of whole we are when yeah. we're at work. So the more we can bring these in and talk about them and not have people get triggered or run away because of religion, then – the better we're going to be. That was well said. Thanks. Yeah, that was well said. I, I, I totally agree with that. You know, uh, on a daily basis, I just want to continue to show up wholly as me. You know, because I think, I think, uh, you know, Pete, if you and I were meeting and I could only show up as half of who I really am, uh, I, it feels uncomfortable for me because I'm restricted. You know. Uh, but then you don't get the benefits of all of me, and all of me is pretty cool. I think right <laughs> it's on. pretty it's yeah. pretty powerful, um, you know, to be able to bring this uh, energy and conscious awareness to financial planning. I mean, eighty uh, percent of my clients only get half of me, you know, because the industry isn't isn't ready yet for uh, somebody to really be all out there um, in the full consciousness, talking about both sides of the coin, <laughs> so to speak, uh, in the financial world. So. I think it's it's really it's a really good point, uh, Raquel. What do you, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think we've all pretty much touched on it, but this idea of having compassion, I think, is huge, um, especially in the um, in the corporate lifestyle. You know, it's 
a lot of people think that you have to throw someone under the bus or sabotage someone to get ahead, and that's really not the case. Um, honestly, I think it does more damage than good because people see, I don't think it looks like dedication. I think it's if you're willing to harm somebody to make yourself look good, then what's going to stop them from doing it to someone else mm-hmm. or to their boss or whoever is above them, right? So really having compassion um, for people and treating people and just really appreciating what each person is bringing to the team as a whole, I think is huge. Um, and as you can start to appreciate people for their skills and who they are, then you start to be able to have more honest communication. And I think that is another thing that's really important is just having that honesty and having those difficult, uncomfortable conversations of, hey, um, you know, if you're not pulling your weight, this, you know, let's find if this is isn't working for you, let's find something that will. Right. And I noticed that um, happened a lot at the last company I was at. And so I kind of took it upon myself to hone in on some of the new employees that would come in from college and whatever. And they would just kind of get left in the corner and figure it out. And then management would complain when they're not carrying their weight, but they weren't really trained properly. Mm -hmm. And the other engineers are just too busy worrying about themselves and how they're looking and, you know, instead of the whole team. Um, So really, you know, having those honest communication of like, you know, where, where do you need help? You know, if you're not pulling your weight or if you're doing a really good job as well, it's not just the negative feedback. The positive feedback is more powerful than the negative stuff is, right? So... These are things, you you know, bring it back to that compliment sandwich. You know, you're doing great in these things. Let's work on this, you know, but keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think we need to have a lot more of honest and compassionate communication um, in corporate life in general. And, you know, we these days we tend to spend a lot more time at work than we do at home with our families. Yeah. So if you're not liking your job, you're not going to be fun to work with. Sure. <laughs> right? And so that's part of that honesty is being honest with yourself of, is this something I want to do? Is this something I'm passionate about? Everyone has their passions, whether it's, you know, the bean counter who just loves those pennies, you know, or the person who loves management and loves putting all the pieces together and seeing it grow. Um, you know, is, I think everyone needs to find their passion, something they're passionate about. And if you're not doing it, then get the hell out. Because it's not going to be fun <laughs> yeah. for yourself or anyone yeah. around you. Yeah, you, need you know, to and it's just going to, yeah, yeah, it's just going to lower everyone back down and make it a lot harder. Um, and so, you know, it's having the honesty and compassion with yourself and everyone that you work with to really find something you enjoy doing, making the honest and difficult conversations and having compassion for everyone you work with and seeing everyone for their differences. Yeah. So, Perfect. thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, uh, on this final topic, I just want to say throughout my financial planning career, and especially after I went and got my uh, energy tools and I really became a trained, polished, professional, intuitive healer, right, with with the tools. Um, I think even through schooling, you know, and especially uh, in the corporate world, I was often faced with when I introduced myself. Uh, yes, I'm an intuitive healer and a financial planner. Uh, the, if I had a dollar for every jaw that dropped, I'd be a millionaire, right? Uh, and I think, I think that's really the point of this conversation today is to uh, uh, make people aware that you don't have to choose one or the other because, like Pete, like you were saying, we are innately 
spiritual beings at our core with these uh, intuitive aspects, right? And what we're really talking about is being more conscious and um, intentional, right? Just like we are what we focus on and we are what we say. And uh, that's really at a certain level, at level, at the basic level, that's what we're talking about is uh, how everybody can be, is intuitive. Everybody has those natural instincts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're just a little bit more schooled around it, you know, at this point. But I, I look forward to the day, and I really think it's coming, where um, the corporate setting is uh, perhaps everybody, you know, we, we bring up a topic and everybody uh, goes to their space and be uh, mindful about it and meditates on it and comes back, and we all collaborate for the highest good of all. And, and, and uh, I really see that, you know, I really see uh, us moving into those um, areas, especially, I believe, with the work that we're doing, you know, in yeah. the construction industry, yeah. in the IT world, uh, in the consumer goods, you know, industry, in the financial world. Uh, I mean, who would have thought that um, there would be these individuals in the corner of these industries really working to change the consciousness and the way that, that we do business. I, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Um, and I just want to encourage those that are interested in meditation, interested in being consciousness, uh, know that you don't have to check that stuff at the door. You can still continue on your career path. And, and perhaps uh, like, like me, I've gotten a little bit uh, clar- more clarity on who I am as a whole, I'm being led to bring about a whole new way of doing financial planning, you know, and it's really combining the two. So uh, we have about three minutes left. Each of you could just give us uh, one little nugget on what would you like the listeners to know about being intuitive, about harnessing those intuitive aspects of themselves in the corporate world? Just one one last nugget, Pete. Um, Yeah, so I I think... Thank you, Lynn, for having us here. Uh, I would say um, kind of working with these energies and I mean, magic, as we call it, but also uh, just getting to know ourselves that uh, it's, it's considered to be kind of a, a woman's art or the, you know, a witch's type maneuver or something like that. And, you know, there aren't a lot of men who are investigating these types of things, but um, – you know, I, I really don't think that I think the world needs men to be awake and to be leaning into these conversations, um, and especially now, right now, because mm-hmm. it's a timely, I mean, with everything happening in the world. So I would, I, you know, I love listeners out there to, to just follow your heart. And if there's um, a sensitivity or an intuition that's uh, calling, uh, there's a lot of us out there. And so it's not just the witches are not just for women, you know, uh, we need everybody to lean in. So great. Thank you, thank you Pete. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming. Yeah. Um, same thing is it's, it's funny. I would bring this stuff up at work with all the, you know, iron workers, carpenters, laborers, and um, every craft found interest. And I had at least, one, at least a couple guys from each craft. Once they found out some of the stuff I was doing, it's, oh my God, I just got into that, but don't tell anybody, you know, oh, I just started doing yoga or I just started meditating and they got so excited. Um, but really it's just like everyone around you, everyone's interested or had some kind of thing. So just talk about it, bring it up at work and you t- you'll find out a lot more people are interested in. Danielle? Oh, just that, uh, that this is about accessing power, like real power and that it's available to everyone. That's it. Thanks. Great. Thank mm-hmm. And thank you all. 
And I just want to remind the listeners um, to be inspired, to be light and love in your world, no matter where you are, in your industry, in your family, in your daily walks of life. And uh, love and light to all. Thank you. This is Lynn Brown, Dr. Pat Show. Thank you. Try